Super Talk Mississippi media production. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. And today, uh, so full disclosure, I'm not a Ole Miss historian like some people are. I've lived in the state for 12 years. I've done my best to try to learn as much as I can uh, about sports here from when before I was here. But truth be told, I'm not a historian like other people are. So this could be kind of a goofy question. Maybe there was something along the way that was bigger than this. Maybe there was. I don't know. But is today the biggest game in the history of the program? That that is something that I've been thinking about really, you know, for the last couple of days since they beat Auburn, and I think that's accurate. I think today, especially if they win, more importantly, if they win. Look, they've been in the losers bracket in Omaha before, but if if they win, would be the possibly the biggest win in the history of the program. That is what's on the line today for Ole Miss and Hunter Elliott as they take on familiar foe in Arkansas. That is. Um, wow. And what sucks about this, uh, this platform, one, I'm doing it by myself, so I can't bounce this off of somebody. And two, there's no live chat at the moment to, to tell me whether or not they agree or disagree or, or, you know, correct me if there's an oversight, but this very well could be the biggest day in the history of the program. That is significant. Either way, it's a huge day. Ole Miss again, Ole Miss and Arkansas tonight, six o'clock. Oh, about 13 hours from right now. Yeah, this is early. About 13 hours from right now, Ole Miss and Arkansas will face off in Omaha. And we'll start with this. A little bit of controversy if you're uh, an idiot. So during the player media availabilities yesterday, Hunter Elliott was asked about a couple of things. Hunter Elliott was asked about a couple of things, and this clip was put on the internet, intentionally spliced two different answers to one question. So you'll hear that. You'll be able to hear how he's answering two different questions, but you only hear one. Specifically asked about Arkansas and what they're like and all that stuff. Here's here's Hunter Elliott. This has since gone, not it hasn't gone viral, but it's made its rounds in Arkansas Twitter and message boards and stuff like that. Uh, I don't have to play this off my phone. It's the only way I can do it. But here's Hunter Elliott uh, meeting with the media yesterday talking about Arkansas. Uh, you really got to pitch to them. You really got to make pitches. But obviously, just like any team, they're pitchable if you if you do execute your, execute your pitches and uh, have your best stuff, you can beat them. Tune out the Wilkes in Fayetteville, or is that something you hear every time? I would say rather than trying to tune them out, make it to where they don't do it as much would be better. <laughs> so if you if you allow less runs, you won't hear it as much is what I, I kind of figured out. Uh, the less home runs, the less runs you allow, the less Wilkes. Uh, Did you hear that guy in the background, by the way? Oh, 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 I can't believe you said that. Uh, yeah, that has gone everywhere where uh, Arkansas media's picked it up and like, here, I'll I'll read you something from uh, a TV, TV, sports TV people uh, so often. Some of them do great things and are good people and do good work. And then some of them do and say things like this. Uh, I got to get to it. But this has gone everywhere. Man, a lot of people reply to this. Give me one second. I will get to this eventually. Stay, here it is. Here it is from a TV reporter, sports anchor and reporter at THV 11 in Little Rock. That is the CBS affiliate. Here's what it says. Stanford's pitcher also said something slick before facing Arkansas, and we all saw how, we all saw how that turned out. Diamond Hogs will play Old Miss on Monday. Slick? What are you? What are you talking about? And this is this is going everywhere. 
I mean, I looked at a couple of Arkansas message boards, and they they can't believe he said that. And uh, if you scroll through the comments on Mason Chote, if I'm saying that name correctly, he covers Arkansas for the Rivals site there. Um, the re- the replies are ridiculous. I mean, p- people that that feel slighted by this, or think more importantly. People that think that what Hunter Elliott said, which, by the, by the way, is a totally innocent and normal and fine quote. There is nothing, not one single thing wrong with what Hunter Elliott said. Not one thing. Even though it's two quotes intentionally spliced together to get Arkansas fans fired up. And you heard that guy in the background. Oh, ho, ho, ho. What he's saying is, if I execute, I think I can win, is what he said. I've got to make pitches if I do the right thing. Then, then I think I can win because it's the College World Series. He, he thinks he can win the game. God forbid an athlete think that he can win the game he's about to play in. And then also, I love his answer, actually, about the woo pig thing, of course. And th- that's such a TV reporter question, by the way, is, oh, you're going to hear a lot of the, the team that I cover's chance tonight. What do you think about that? It's ridiculous. Anyway. But his answer was, you know, don't tune it out. Just try to make sure they can't do it. Give them nothing to cheer about. That's the same mentality people need to have about bat flips. You don't like bat flipping, don't give up home runs. Hey, if I don't like the Woo Pig, what I can do is not give them a reason to do it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with what Hunter Elliott said at all. Like zero. It's not one of those situations like the LSU players admitting that they are looking past Southern Miss to the Super Regional, that's not something you say. But, hey, look, I feel like, you know, I I can, if I execute my pitches, I have a good chance, or they're pitchable, which is the quote that everybody's holding on to and getting mad about. But if you actually listen to what he said, it's perfectly normal. It's, yeah, I I think that I can have success, but I have to execute because they're good. And then if I don't want to hear them doing that goofy calling the hogs, then I have to, then if the, the best way to drown that out is to not give them a reason to do it. Totally normal. Nothing wrong with either of those things. So whatever. But it, there, there are people out there, there are fans that somehow think that this will be like extra motivation for Arkansas. Here's how stupid the the whole concept of bulletin board material is. Bulletin board material um bulletin board material only applies when it's like a actually it doesn't apply at all. I don't even know what I'm saying. If Arkansas needed this very innocent quote from Hunter Elliott to play hard in a college world series game, then there is something seriously wrong with Arkansas, which by the way, there's not Uh, every Arkansas player. I assume is going to listen to this and think, yeah, whatever. And it's not going to impact the way they play whatsoever, but man, and, and I know message boards and Twitter aren't the best place to gauge like true fan reaction, but you've got reporters doing and defending this. It's ridiculous. Uh, bulletin board material on this stage does not exist. There is not the, the Stanford pitcher. I don't even know what he said, but whatever that TV reporter was referencing uh, with the Stanford pitcher saying something, quote unquote, slick. Um, I promise you that th- there is not one run, one hit, one pitch in that game that was altered because of whatever the Stanford pitcher said. He could have literally grabbed a microphone and said, Arkansas sucks. Pigs are stupid. The state smells. The team is terrible. Coach Van Horn looks like a Teletubby and uh, screw all of them with worse words that I'm more comfortable saying in a private setting than on a podcast. He could have said all of those things. And it would not have affected a single pitch in that game because it's the College World Series. <laughs> like, but people think that what Elliot said is, oh, oh he's going to regret those words. <sighs> yeah, 
people are. Guys, I'm sorry. People are stupid. They just are. Hunter Elliott said nothing wrong. And you guys know that. I'm preaching to the choir here. Hunter Elliott said nothing wrong. By the way, I don't know who Arkansas is going to pitch tonight. I have not seen that announced yet. Um, Either way, very, very significant game, obviously. Obviously for Ole Miss tonight. But uh, what, you know, out of context or intentionally misleading quote aside from Hunter Elliott, he is a freshman. That This is a very unique setting for him but how many times have we said that this year and how many times has he showed you that he's not prepared for a moment I'm really curious to see how he handles it of course a freshman on this stage it's a little bit different than the super regional which is a little bit different than the regular season um but I I would feel as good about having him on the mound as anybody if they get beat tonight they get beat tonight but um yeah, the the it's not just his stuff and like locating pitches and stuff, but like the mentality that that he has displayed this season and then into the postseason um, has been really special. It, it's been been really special, and um, I feel really good about Ole Miss's chances tonight. Now that I said that uh, in in half a day or so, uh, I'm going to be wrong and we're going to be talking about a loser's bracket game tonight but with with Hunter Elliott on the mound even at his age and experience level uh I I have just been incredibly impressed with his mentality on top of the the way he actually pitches but the the way he's approached uh the these huge games that he's pitched in lately um I don't know man I I don't know I I am over the moon impressed with how he's handled all of this. So who am I to question whether or not he's ready for uh, for a night like this? So either way, those are random thoughts about some stupid stuff that happened on the internet last night. Um, I will be back with you guys tonight, by the way. Don't forget, after the game, I will be live on uh, Sports Talk's Twitter. So if you follow Sports Talk Miss on Twitter, I'll be live there. Also on my YouTube channel, just search my name, Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. The second the game ends, I will be live um, to react to it with you guys. So join me uh, join me there tonight after uh, the second the game ends. After the game ends, I will be live with, uh, with you guys there. This podcast, by the way, is brought to you by LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue, right there in Oxford. It is the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. And I hope you enjoyed your father's day and I hope you got your father's day weekend started there. But if you haven't, that's okay. You've still got more baseball to watch. And most of you unfortunately are not in Omaha. Although the Ole Miss crowd looked phenomenal there the other night, uh, should be a packed house tonight. I can't wait to see the environment, but either way, uh, if you're stuck in Mississippi like me, but you want to cook with me, because why do you not? Get that started at LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. When you go, tell Greg or the good people there that I sent you. They've also got daily lunch specials. Uh, Those are Monday through Friday, but they'll be open this weekend as well. So if you want to cook with meat, that's the place to do it. LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue there in Oxford. Also, Advantage Business Systems, absms.com is the website. Advantage Business Systems, if you're in the market, Anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi for office technology. So anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, whatever. If it's tech, if it's in the office, absms.com is the website. If you tell them I sent you, you get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They'll send somebody out and uh, assess everything, give you a quote absolutely free, absms.com. Also, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, wherever you get them, uh, if you're listening in browser, I know a lot of you do, uh, hop on over to your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, subscribe, and if you feel like it, leave a rating and a review. So, Old Miss, Arkansas tonight. Again, I'll be live immediately after the game, and I will put that live stream right here on this feed. So, if you don't feel like listening live, it will be uploaded uh, tonight after the game. The second it ends, I'll just put it right up on this podcast feed as well. We'll react to the game with you. Possibly the biggest game in Ole Miss baseball history, if I understand it correctly. So big, big night. Looking forward to that and reacting to it with you. If you missed any of, uh, or if you missed my reaction to the the win over Auburn 
I'll play that for you now. So here it is. Here's the live. It's about 40 minutes or so. It's long. But basically, I just spend uh, 40 minutes gushing over Dylan DeLucia <laughs> pretty much for uh, for the entire time. But there's some other stuff in there as well. So uh, I'll play that for you now. Here is my uh, post-game thoughts, reaction, whatever, to the win over Auburn on Saturday night. So here that is now. That will end the podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I will be back with you tonight after the game, Ole Miss and Arkansas tonight. Regardless of results, doesn't matter, whatever. We'll be live after the game. But here is my post-Auburn reaction for you. Uh, enjoy your day. If you're traveling to Omaha, be safe. And I'll talk to you guys again tonight. We're live and in color. Good to go. All right, guys. Good to see you. Good to see you. Welcome in. Again, 5-1. to 5-1 to one is the final. Ole Miss, a winner over Auburn. And yeah, Chris, let's just go ahead and start with the obvious because, I mean, and what a great story he is. You know, I mean, you, you've seen in the past, excuse me, you've seen in the past really great pitching performances from Ole Miss pitchers before. You've seen really great pitching performances in the College World Series before. What Dylan DeLucia did today uh, was very special, don't get me wrong, but you've seen it before from other people in the past. What makes what Dylan DeLucia did today even beyond that, beyond, what, seven and two-thirds, ten strikeouts, it should have been eight complete. Uh, Gonzalez, come on, man. You've got to make that play at short. You've got to make that play. Oh, especially when ESPN called you the uh, best prospect in the College World Series. you got to make that play. Uh, So it should have been eight complete, but seven and two-thirds, ten strikeouts, one earned run, just four hits. But what makes that so special, Chris, is not just that he did that in Omaha, which is spectacular. Don't get me wrong. He was spectacular today. It's the fact that when this team faced Auburn in March, Dylan DeLucia pitched against Auburn out of the pen. He came in out of the bullpen in what was a blowout. At at that time, not only was he not a starter, but he wasn't even what people considered, if I remember it correctly. It could be, I could misremember it, but he wasn't even considered like an elite like factor out of the pen for that team when Ole Miss faced Auburn earlier this season. And so he went from a guy that was coming out of the pen that was, uh, you know, people going into the season talked about the chance that he would be a weekend starter, but he didn't win the job at the time or whatever, but they were using him as a bullpen guy. He wasn't a starter at the glow up, as the kids say, going from being a bullpen guy to pitching in game one for his team anyway, uh, of the College World Series on a Saturday night and completely shutting down an Auburn lineup that has been on an absolute tear lately. Again, seven and two-thirds, ten strikeouts, four hits, should have been eight, should have been eight complete, ten strikeouts, four hits, just one earned run. Um The story is what makes this outing even better than it actually was. It's because of who he was at the beginning of the season compared to where he is now. That was unbelievable. It was unbelievable tonight. And man, the the fastball had good velocity on it and a nice run as well. He was keeping his slider down and throwing it for strikes. I, I mean, what else can you say? Sometimes... You know, I'm supposed to be a professional wordsmith, right? That's what I'm supposed to do, uh, is be somebody that can can contextualize things for you. That was one of those performances on the mound that there's really very little that you can actually say. You know, I've spent the last 10 minutes or so before I hit live with you guys trying to figure out exactly how to contextualize this. And I, I really can't because it's one of those things. And I said it about Hunter Elliott after the Super Regional, that was one of those games, one of those nights that years later, when you and your friends are, are, are sitting around at a bar or you know at a kid's birthday party or whatever, and you're going to say, remember when Dylan DeLucia did 
that in the College World Series. Remember when when Ole Miss was facing Auburn and Sonny D, this elite-level home run hitter in the College World Series, and Dylan DeLucia shut them down. They were untouchable. You guys remember that? I do. Remember when Mike Bianco stuck with him in the seventh, which, by the way, great decision. Great decision. Uh, you know, if you're if you're going to question things, which I, I am accustomed to do, I'm a bit of a cynic, I guess. You've got to praise when warranted. I was saying to myself in the seventh after the third straight base hit, you got to get him. Go get him, Mike. He had a great night. Go get him. Go get him. The guys in the broadcast, Kyle Peterson, doing the same thing. You know, hey, it's, he's done. The, the stuff is not as sharp. He, he's done. You got to go get him. He's had a great night. It's 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 done. Bianco sticks with him, and he turned in the seventh inning three consecutive base hits into just one run and got out of that inning and then should have gotten through the eighth clean again as well after that. So credit to to Bianco for knowing his pitcher and pulling the right strings, but that seventh inning, uh, that was grown man stuff right there. That was freaking big time. I mean, it's again, it's hard to describe what that is other than the phrase, the elementary phrase I could come up with was grown man. That was a grown man inning right there. And a guy that hasn't pitched in this spot before. He had, didn't even have a full season as a starter. He was in junior college ball. And he goes to Omaha in the College World Series. Packed house, by the way. Ole Miss fans, largely based on the things that are being said by people that are actually there, unlike me, Um that that Ole Miss largely dominated uh, the crowd in the stadium, but still big stage Saturday night, big time hitting team. Not been in this spot before, whatever, and just absolutely shoved and was electric. Um, again, that was one of those. You'll remember where you watched it, and you'll be talking about it forever. You you absolutely will. What a night. What an absolutely special night for uh, for Dylan DeLucia and Ole Miss to get into the winner's bracket. Again, facing Arkansas on Monday, who absolutely bludgeoned, just freaking bludgeoned uh, Stanford today. So you know that's going to be a hell of a matchup on Monday. Arkansas and Ole Miss are, are here under similar circumstances. Now, Arkansas was never in danger of missing the tournament like Ole Miss was all the way up until Selection Monday. But Arkansas seems to be peaking at the right time along with Ole Miss. So that should be a really fun game on Monday. But we'll we'll focus on this one today, or tonight, I should say, because um, you'll remember this one. You'll remember this one forever, I think. It, it was one of those nights uh, from Dylan DeLucia. And, and you got really good at-bats at, at the plate as well. I know I'm nor- ignoring your comments. I, I will get to them in a second, I promise. I've just got a lot to get out here. Um you you got it again from your offense. Uh, Kevin Graham hit a home run. Uh, barely, barely hit a home run, but it all counts the same, right? 480 feet or 330 feet. They all count the same if they go over the fence. But here it is again for Ole Miss. Here it is again. Uh, so, so Bench didn't have a hit, but Gonzalez had one. Elko had one. Graham had three, a double and a home run. Alderman had two. He continues to have... High level at bats, just high level at bats. Uh, Kemp Alderman in the postseason, uh, he's been really, really good. Dunhurst did not have a hit, but he did get on base uh, once with a walk. Uh, Calvin Harris had a couple of hits. Chatney had a hit. TJ McCants had a hit. But it's more than that. It's not just that they. Uh... Hold on, I lost it. It's not just that they. Uh, were able to get those hits. They were really good. Um, uh, it went away. The, the, it went away in stat broadcast. Anyway, Ole Miss was really, really good uh, with runners on base. Uh, I think they were three of nine, or, or was it five of fifteen? I, I I can't remember now because stat broadcast took it away from me. The point I was going to make was that Ole Miss was really, really good tonight uh, with two outs. Uh, the first inning, those were all two-out hits. The the Elko single, the Graham double, the Alderman single were all with two outs. Ole Miss was really good with two outs tonight. They were really good with runners on base tonight because they didn't get that many opportunities. 
Uh, Gonzalez was really good for Auburn. The the slider was was electric, but the thing is, Ole Miss every batter in the Ole Miss lineup right now, for the most part, is putting pressure on a pitcher. There really is no breaks for an opposing pitcher. He was Gonzalez was good tonight for Auburn, but Ole Miss was able to do just enough, especially with two outs, especially in clutch situations. Uh, they ran him. Uh, he's a guy that's gone deep into ball games lately. Uh, not a particularly high strikeout guy, but he was tonight. Didn't matter though because Ole Miss took advantage of opportunities for the most part, and Dylan Delusia was uh, next level. So that that's what this team is right now. That that's who they are right now at this point. And the best part about it is, if I'm reading this correctly, Dylan Delusia going deep into games, and this is what we talked about after the Hattiesburg Super Regional, tonight could not have gone better from Ole Miss or for Ole Miss from a personnel perspective. Now, you get days off in between games, so that helps a little bit here. But the thing is, uh, Dylan DeLucia going deep into this game again saved Ole Miss's bullpen. You can use mallets again on Monday if you need him. He threw 15 pitches tonight. He threw 15 pitches tonight. Um, so you can use him again. No Brandon Johnson. They are completely rested and, and will be completely rested from a bullpen perspective. And, and Mallets, this, I mean, you can use him fully right now, again on, on Monday. So not only did they win the game, they won the game in a way that it sets them up to have more success in Omaha, besides just winning a game or two and everybody feeling good about themselves, it had to go this way for them to make a run and get to the championship series. Again, they could lose Monday. It could not happen. But tonight went perfectly, perfectly for Ole Miss. You preserved your entire bullpen because, again, Mallett's threw 15 pitches. He's good to go Monday if you need him. Johnson warmed up, but that's all he did. You've got all your arms available this went as perfectly as it could have gone for Ole Miss tonight. It really went as perfectly as it could have gone. So that is, oh, one more thing. One more thing. Uh, who is the idiot who uh, you can hear on a statewide radio show on 13 radio stations across the great state of Mississippi and also – uh, does some live streaming on the side and also puts thoughts on Twitter. Who is that idiot that thought that Ole Miss should just put Sonny DeShera on base every time? Who Who is that idiot who, who thought that? Um, I think I think he's around here somewhere. I. Uh, oh wait, that that was me. <laughs> that was me. I mean, credit to Ole Miss. Yeah, look, he he had um, a base hit in the third off the end of his bat, or excuse me, in his third at bat, off the end of his bat in the seventh, but that's all he was. Ole Miss decided, you know what, screw it. We're going right at you, and it worked. I mean, he went one for four again off the end of his bat, little single, um, and that was it. That's all it was. Uh, Delusia went right at him. Mallets went right at him. And it worked. It worked. I am an idiot for suggesting that they should put him on base because he was largely ineffective tonight. Largely ineffective tonight. And I would have, because I'm a wuss, put him on base. So, hand up. Hand hand up. I, I I was that person who thought that they should walk him. And they chose not to walk him, and it worked out very, very well for uh, for them. So, joke's on me, everybody. Joke is on me. All right, so what do you guys have to say? Chris, did we know that he was going to be a major part early this season? No. Um, I believe, uh, look, Chase Parham's the best at, at covering Ole Miss baseball. Uh, he would drop his name in, uh, you know, fighting for a spot in the rotation before the season started. That's really all we kind of heard, and then he didn't win the job. 
And and you saw how old Miss's starting pitching was earlier this season. And if he couldn't beat those guys out, then he's kind of a bum, right? Well, joke. The funny thing is his season ERA, Memphis Rebel says, is above four. Yeah, it's uh is it yeah, it's four oh seven still. It's four oh seven still. Um yeah, what, what would you think it would be now? Hold on, let me see his I'm gonna pull up his last few starts just to illustrate uh how much the 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 turnaround that that he has gone through is again it's unbelievable uh, from where he was and where this team was with starting pitching and then again the the whole bullpen is saved which is really effective by the way you saw how electric Malitz's stuff was tonight but on top of that I mean Delusha's great he's great but I mean. Can you can you say that he's definitively better than Elliot? Because I think they're kind of one and the same at this point. So Ole Miss just had a guy do that, and I think although he's a freshman, the the next guy that they're rolling out there is equally as capable of doing the exact thing that just happened. And flashback to April when this team they, they were so the starting pitching was so unbelievably bad. And now look at them. Dylan Delusia has nine appearances that weren't starts this season. But here we go. His uh, his last few outings. Oh, so A&M uh, wasn't good. But when he went to LSU, he did that thing where he started pitching on Friday and then had to pitch again Saturday and uh, went seven complete, three hits, three runs. Uh, got bounced in that. A&M game, uh, he looked exhausted in that one at the end of the season. But Vanderbilt, Leighton Hoover, uh, two runs on six hits. Arizona in the Super, four runs on five hits through six complete. And Southern Miss obviously didn't give up a run five and two-thirds and then tonight. Elliott's numbers lately are better. <laughs> They're better. Uh, but still, the glow-up is uh, is really impressive. Cole Reb 2000 just says Delusia. Wow, Chris bringing the class into the stream says Bravo to Ole Miss from a Bulldog alum. We appreciate you hanging out, Chris, and and watching the stream. Trust me, uh, the Ole Miss fans that are watching this that have been with me on the stream part of it uh, from the beginning had to hear nothing but Mississippi State content this time last year because I did the exact same stuff around uh, Mississippi State's College World Series run. So. Don't worry. They dealt with what you're dealing with right now. Let's just say that. Peyton says, what a dang ball game. That ump behind the plate was the best Ole Miss had this year. Yeah, he was really good and consistent as well. Uh, For the most part, I mean, yeah, guys miss calls. But I I didn't feel like, other than, was it Bench, uh, who, who was out on a ball that clearly came off the bat and hit his foot? I can't remember. I think it was Bench. Uh, that was a blown call, but th- that's really hard. I mean, you've got a mask on. There's a catcher in front of you. It happened so quick. That's really hard to do. My complaint on Twitter was that you can't review that. That's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I felt like he was good, uh, good a- a- and consistent. So uh, wasn't the story of the game, which is what their job is uh, is supposed to be. Memphis Rebel says if Ole Miss keeps Delusia immediately in an, el- an elite one-two punch next year, for them. Yeah, it'll be I mean, who else? I'm sure Vanderbilt's got somebody, I suppose. Um, you know, maybe Tennessee, but you'll look at these two guys um as one of if not the best one two combination in college baseball. Justin says I did get nervous, not going to lie. It, man, what Absolutely. I can't blame you for that at all. Uh, When Bianco decided to leave Delusia in there in the seventh, I bet a lot of people were really freaking nervous uh, about what was about to happen. But look, this this team right now, they are different. Um, Does that mean they're going to win the whole thing? No, it doesn't mean that they're going to win the whole thing. In fact, I think that opinion, it's not really an opinion. It's an objective fact at this point. Uh, has already been validated and can't be invalidated. This team, 
for whatever reason, is different. And they're very different than your typical Mike Bianco coached Ole Miss team anyway because uh, of how they got to this point. Uh, they, they were pretty awful during the regular season. Again, they fell to 7-14 and 14 in conference play. Their RPI was in the 60s. You had rumors of coaching candidates and all that stuff. Uh, that has been very atypical. They're usually quite good. They're, they're in the regional hosting conversation, that kind of stuff. And when they've gotten to the postseason, largely it hasn't worked, and it's never worked uh, when they were going on the road. They hadn't won a road regional until this point. Um, they, they hadn't swept a super regional, and they had to do it on the road. This team ha- has acted different, and they got to this point differently than any Ole Miss team ever has. Hell, they got to the super regional in an unprecedented way for them. And you can see it. You can feel it. There, There's that confidence, swagger, whatever you want to call it. They are as comfortable and in control as I've ever seen an Ole Miss team. And I've lived in this state for 12 years now. I haven't seen them like this. Maybe it was the falling apart in the regular season that allowed them to just relax and play ball. Maybe... There was a players-only meeting that did it. I don't know what it was. I don't know if we'll ever know what it was, but I know that it happened, and and the overall mentality of the team shifted a few weeks ago, and now they're peaking at the right time, but they're playing to what you thought they were going to be, and they're playing phenomenal baseball right now. Memphis Rebel says, I'm nervous about that Arkansas team, though. They have a different feel to them. Yeah, they can really hit the crap out of the baseball. That's a really good pitching Stanford team that they put 17 runs on today. 17 runs on today. Uh, Might as well look at it now. Um, Let me find Hunter Elliott when he pitched at Arkansas. So when Hunter Elliott saw this lineup, remember, this was in Fayetteville. He was quite good. Six complete. Uh, four hits, three runs. Sis complete, four hits, three runs, struck out eight in Fayetteville. Again, does that mean anything? Maybe not. Arkansas was a very different team back then than they are right now. But for whatever that's worth to you, I guess. Christian says, yes, Delusha, absolutely Delusha, but also Mallet's coming in after a short warm-up and being stone cold. He does it every single time. Yeah, his slider especially is just so good. And the efficiency is what makes it great, right? It's the efficiency. It's He pitched an inning and a third, 15 pitches. So he, regardless of how many it took, he probably would have been good on Monday, but now it's nothing. So he came in, he was efficient, very, very little uh, issue. And he struck out all three batters. All three of his outs were strikeouts because uh, Dunhurst backpicked uh, his first out in the in the eighth. Ole Miss still wins on Doug Day. Yeah, wasn't Nikhazy pitching today as well? What wasn't he? Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Mallets did make Sonny Deshera look bad. Look foolish in that last at bat. Bill just says go Rebs with all caps. Love it. What a performance the entire team. Well, the NCAA baseball Twitter account just jinxed Ole Miss. Oh, no. What did they say? What did they say? I I haven't seen it. I don't follow them. Um, I tend to avoid anything that is uh, related to the NCAA. So you got to tell me what they said. I didn't see it. Hold on. There we go. Bill says, I was at Swayze and saw Delusia get destroyed by A&M. Amazing how he's turned things around. Uh, His stuff is really good. Um. Don't get me wrong. So what I'm about to say does not mean I think that his stuff isn't good. It obviously is very good, especially was tonight. But I think there's something up here with him that makes him as good as he is. It's a mentality thing. Um, He's got that Friday night, that that hard ass. Forgive my language, guys, but that's he's got that hard ass mentality. Um, I mean, the point last weekend in Hattiesburg after the Grand Slam that wasn't pointing him back to home plate to just strike him out after that. That's the kind of stuff. The uh, the intestinal fortitude after the seventh to give up three straight hits and turn around and just get three straight outs. That that kind of stuff. 
that that's all up here. Uh, his stuff is good enough to do those things, but that's all that's all mental. That's where he's really good, I think. Yeah, and TJ McCants, uh, he he deserved that home run in Hattiesburg. He deserved that hit to uh, tonight. He 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 deserved that. Now Hunter really needs to go at least five innings Monday. Yeah, you know if you can if you can get Hunter Elliott into the sixth and win. Obviously, you've got to win, but if you can get him into the sixth, then you feel so 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 good uh, about um about things. If you win Monday, do you throw him again Thursday? No, you would throw you throw him again in in game one of the championship series. Would that be Thursday? No, it. What's the schedule? I don't. Now, I'm in my own head. NCAA's website, by the way, is atrocious for telling you like when things are and all that. Um, okay, here's the bracket. So Ole Miss obviously just beat Auburn. They'll play Monday. Oh, oh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The if necessary game? So a game four? You would probably have to. Sorry, that that was a that was very stupid of me. Yeah, you would have you would probably have to throw him in a game four. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I have learned, I have learned that the kind of people that I want following me and listening to me and stuff won't hold being wrong against me. And the other people, I don't need them. Like the guy that called me a loser in our winners and losers segment for saying that Southern Miss's pitching was good, which it is. I don't need that guy. I need you guys. Anthony, don't make fun, okay? I'm trying something new, all right? It's it's working, okay? I've never been able to grow facial hair before. I'm a 30-year-old child, and it actually is is coming through, okay? When I put some wayfarers on, I look kind of cool, all right? Stop hating on me. <laughs> Peyton says, I, I wasn't alone. I would have walked him as well. Good thing we're not coaching, huh, Peyton? Because he was ineffective ineffective tonight. Christian says maybe uh, Elko got in his head every time they talked at first base. Well, they only got to do that once. That's it. They do need to hit Arkansas some. They've got to be... Okay, they had 11 hits tonight. They've got to be a little bit more productive. Got to be a little bit more productive at the plate against Arkansas, I think. I think. Anthony says Kevin Graham starting to see the ball well. Three good hits. Yep. Yep, that was a big thing going into this one. He had been on a bit of a slide and and getting that double and that home run. He had another hit as well, but those two early, I'm sure, were kind of a weight lifted off of his shoulders um, after he had been struggling a little bit lately. Josh Mallett since May 10th. This is from uh, from Good Guy Chase. Um. Zero earned runs, 24 strikeouts in a walk. May 11th, not May 10th. Wow. That happened yesterday as well, the whole ball off the foot getting thrown out thing. That's ridiculous. I can't believe that that, that is... I uh, can't believe that's allowed. <sighs> Ole Miss is the visiting team on Monday. The coin flip decided that. That's also stupid. Whatever. T says Auburn more like all burned. Nailed it. Nailed it. Love it. Love that. Something about them being the only undefeated team left. Brett says here late. Do you think Dylan was left in too long? Don't want his arm burn up this early. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, he, what do you throw? 114 pitches. Uh, and he'll get a long rest. 
So ideally, it won't be a week until he throws again. Uh, he has shown the uh, the resilience, if you will, uh, having long outings back to back to back. But the plan for him would be to not throw him again until next Saturday. Uh, so a week from today, plenty of time after uh, 114 pitches to rest up and uh, and pitch again. Larry says, you know, this means the mustache. But yeah, it's it's going to stay regardless of what happens. I like it. Sort of. It's kind of itchy a little bit. It's It's getting annoying. I don't know what to do about it. Like, I guess there's, like, beard lotions or whatever, but I'm really just seeing how far I can take it because I've never done it before because I'm a 30-year-old child. Matthew says, hey, Mike, don't let anybody tell you not to grow it. I've carried a full beard since I was 15. I've always felt bad for you guys that struggle with it. Hope you can keep it up and join us. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, see, you could do at 15 what I can't do at 30. My issue is, like, I, I can do all of this. Like, this is fine. It's when I try to go up. Like, it's just all spotty and terrible. It's embarrassing. It really is. So that's why I've never tried. That'd be a good choice. Uh, you, I don't think you can throw Derek Diamond. Doherty would be a good choice. Um, you know, in a perfect world, you, you could... Maybe start Brandon Johnson if you don't have to use him on Monday. Um, I just I don't think that that you can start if it's Auburn, if it's Stanford, um, or Arkansas. I just don't think that you can start Derek Diamond and and win Game Three. I would like to be wrong. I've been wrong before. I just I would be really concerned about that. Yeah, he was lights out uh, against USM uh, for uh, for sure. He definitely was. Don't ever mention starting your closer. Yeah, I know. I know. But if he's there, he's there. Uh, Jay, I have no idea. I, I don't know. We have not worked together in four years, five years. It's been quite some time. Been quite some time. So, anyway, again, Ole Miss, uh, great crowd as uh, as well. It was loud there at parts. I was wondering, and I, I guess I know my answer, I was wondering if, uh, if gas prices and stuff would keep people away from Omaha. But um, no, no, not at all. The... Uh, Crowd looked great. I've also got a take that you guys are probably not going to like. I've been thinking about putting it on Twitter. I just don't want to get roasted. But I feel like I'm right on this one. And I'd stand by this. I think that Ole Miss needs to make red and powder blue the primary colors. I know, I know a lot of people don't like that. I know. But when, first of all, the jerseys do look better. The football jersey with the red, with the powder blue look better. The powder blue baseball jerseys look better. Um, When they scan the crowd, and the crowd is a mix of red and powder blue, it looks so much better. So much better than red and navy. It does, and I know it's not traditional or whatever, but as you guys know, the powder blue is ingrained in the history of the school anyway with the helmets from back in the day. Archie Manning wore it. Like, it's it's a school color, even if you don't want it to be. It is. It looks so much better. So much better. It is so clean, and they fit well, and it pops on television. Like, I could see where the Ole Miss fans were because basically they were like the entire stadium. But it's just a better mix. It, it just pops more on television. Like the Tennessee Orange is horrible, right? But it pops. You know where Tennessee fans are. The powder blue with the red makes you pop. You know where Ole Miss fans are. I, I would make the switch. 
it's clear that the fans like it more, especially baseball exposes that. But it, it's clear that fans are gravitating more towards it. Like I saw the picture. Uh, well, one, they would do crowd shots and you would see more powder than Navy all over. But like they showed, uh, I guess Keith Carter had some kind of event today. I don't know. Um, and there are more powder-wearing people in a crowd of people that give enough money to have a meeting with the athletic director before the College World Series game. So if that is the case, then go ahead and make the switch. It looks so much better. It does. It looks so much better. Blue can be your accent color. Powder can be your regular. I'm going to put that on Twitter eventually and and prepare for the worst. Um, Justin says, Mallets is filthy, and he also just signed on. Well, I appreciate you, man. Don't forget while you're here, guys, to to please like the video. That would help me uh, at least a little bit. And uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, I'll be back just like this on on Monday night as well. And uh, also, if you're a first-timer, do this a couple times a week, and football season will be um, constant on here with you guys. So, Anthony's wondering why don't they have a solid white uniform with red Ole Miss on it? That's a good question. There's a couple of tweaks they can make with the baseball you use to make them really, really good. Corey agrees with the powder thing. Good. I'm glad you're not alone. Alan's, or I'm glad I'm not alone. Alan says, I wore my unwashed powder blue shirt today that I wore last Sunday in Hattiesburg. Superstition. Good. Good. Coaches of three different sports for Ole Miss were there today. Um, you know, I was, I don't know why I was surprised to see that Lane Kiffin went. I shouldn't be because despite his nature to kind of be away, you know, he's, for all the Twitter stuff, he's, you know, he's not super active in the community, right? And that's okay. That's not a slight. That's just how it is. It seems like, and this is worth nothing, but it seems like he has embraced the school more than I expected he would. Let's put it that way. He has embraced the school and the other things about the school more than I have expected. Uh, I would have never thought that Lane Kiffin would have found his way to Omaha. Ne- I-, I wouldn't have thought that two years ago. Like, eh, no, not really his thing. He'll be in Boca fishing or whatever. Um, and Memphis Trouble says he's becoming kind of more active in the community. I never would have thought that he would have been at the Christmas tree lighting ceremony, you know, uh, where he did the plug thing. Never would have thought that. I didn't think that he'd be taking his son to the College World Series to watch Ole Miss play flying in some dude who I've never heard of's private jet. You know? <laughs> uh, and and it, it may not be worth anything at all. Probably not. But it might be. I think it's obvious, though. I think it's obvious, though. His starting D-tackle is on the team. He's not there. He's not there. Ty Malone is not on the travel roster. So he, uh, unless he paid his own way, um, is likely watching watching this from Oxford. I, I hope somebody was able to get him up to Omaha to see him the team play, but he is not on the team or in uniform. He is not on the travel roster. So for whatever that's worth. Paul says Stanford pitcher poked the bear during interviews the other day. Woo pig suey. I think Arkansas, who's you would rather face, but then again, look at what they just did. I don't know. I don't know. Memphis Rose won't be surprised if in 30 years he still finds his way back to visit the city. Yeah, I, I have heard things, and I, I I don't know if it's just people like wishful thinking or, or hoping that they're right, but again, I did not expect to see him act like he gives a damn about other stuff. You know what I mean? And he acts like he cares. And I think that there's some genuine, is genuinity a word? Some genuineness? Is that a word? There is genuine feelings behind that kind of stuff, I think. And I did not expect that to be the case for whatever 
that is uh, is worth. So, Paul says Connor Nolan, Arkansas pitcher, was recruited by Brett Bielema in football. That's crazy! Wow, <laughs> wow! I did not know that. I did not know that. Who are they going to throw Monday? Do you guys know? I have uh, I have no idea. We'll talk about that on Monday after the game, obviously. So on that note, uh, I believe the game starts at six o'clock. Correct. Um. Yes, that game will start at six o'clock. So right after the radio show, I will uh, I will be doing this again, same time. The second the game ends, I'll be ready to fire this up with uh, with you, and we'll do the same thing on Monday. Um, yeah. Now he does have a nonchalant uh, energy at those events. Yeah, you'll never get that out of him ever. <laughs> that's 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 the personality that that you can't change you know what i mean you can change the hearts you can change minds you can't change personality that's what that is anthony says had son of my guys here at camp shelby watching the game in the back of their brady at camp shelby in the storm wow how about that hope they had fun i will never fix my curtain brett it's never gonna happen i'm never i'm never gonna fix it uh, I will. I will at some point. But anyway, like the video. Please like the video. Uh, listen to our radio show on Monday, 3 to 6. Um, Bradley. Back of their Bradley at Camp Shelby. Uh, yeah, listen to our radio show on Monday from 3 to 6. Talking about this, obviously. Uh, and then I'll be back with you after the game on Monday night. But long story short, Big game for Ole Miss. All-time great performance from Dylan DeLucia. And now another. From, wait, hold up. What you need? I won't leave yet. Just type fast. Type fast. What's the flag on the lower right? That is about a quarter of the South Carolina state flag. Let's see. Yeah. It's covered up by a currently turned off television. I've also got um, up here, you can't see it. I've got the Stennis flag, which I liked. I was hoping it would be the state flag. I like the state flag. It looks good. I'm fine with it, but I've just kept that one up there. And I also have the flag of New Orleans because... I love the city and the two adopted professional sports teams of mine are from there. So instead of getting a Saints flag and a Pelicans flag to really just make my home office nothing but flags, I just went with uh, with New Orleans for whatever that's worth. If Ole Miss wins the national championship, want to make a bet with the comment section? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But in fairness, I'm not saying and have not said I don't think they can win. Because I think they can, but I'll do it anyway. What the hell? So yeah, let uh, let me know what it is and I'll do it. Whatever it is, but you got to tell me now. But before we hang up, you got to tell me now before we hang up. One last hotty toddy bork. Yeah, man, that's uh. It, Enjoy your Saturday night because you should enjoy your uh, your Saturday night. But I, what, what's funny is I, I talked to a few people who weren't going to the game today and they were going to see what the results were to decide if they were going to go Monday. So they chose not to go to the game that didn't require them to take time off of work to wait and see if they wanted to go to the game that will require them to take probably two days off uh, of work that didn't didn't make sense to me either but anyway all right so you haven't decided yet decide i'm in but not shave my head in don't don't let make me like change my appearance but whatever you decide i'm in i'll uh, i'll do so whatever you decide i'm in 
In the meantime, you guys, enjoy your Saturday night. Thank you so much for for tuning in. I figured a lot of you would be celebrating or in Omaha, but you're not. And for that, I thank you. Uh, I'll be back Monday after the Arkansas game on Monday, right back here talking about that with you. Y'all have a great night. Like the video. Subscribe if you haven't. And I'll um, I'll talk to you guys on Monday night. Come up with that bet, and I'll take it. Whatever you decide, and uh, I'll see you guys then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.